millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello friends, it's Misty. This is Lattes and Legends. Hello everybody. Happy Wednesday. Yes, it's Wednesday, I do believe. Hope everyone is maintaining as much as you can right now. Um, yeah, there's a lot going on in our world, and I hope maybe this podcast can be your escape for about 20 minutes, and then you can listen to other ones for 20 minutes and 20 minutes and 20 minutes, but don't forget, even though you're escaping, please do your part, and stand up for what you believe in and love each other. Even if you don't want to, that's going to be our answer right now. Protect each other, love each other. Um, yeah, so there might be some more jackhammers outside of my office today. So bear with me on that. All right, so um, yeah, like I have been saying, I'm trying to do more lighthearted and fluffy type legends and creatures and places and myths this season. Last week I did Poltergeist wasn't, I mean, that's not really lighthearted, but I really wanted to cover Poltergeist. So today I'm going to cover some nautical myths and superstitions. I just keep seeing a lot of stuff about people going to the beach sailing and on the river and you know I said let's do something about the water uh oh really quick sorry guys I'm kind of scatterbrained today I'm not really with it having a coffee about to pour another one when I take a break and I want you guys to check out the podcast on Facebook it's Lattes and Legends podcast 
on Instagram. It's Lattes and Legends. And also the website is lattesandlegendspodcast.com. And there are still stickers and coffee mugs available. You don't even have to drink coffee out of it. You could drink whiskey out of it. Eat your ice cream out of it. Drink your tea out of it. It's awesome. It's like an old school camping mug and it's ceramic and it's great. So you should get one. Also, I still have a Patreon. It's patreon.com slash lattes and legends. All right. So let's just get into this. And here we go. All right. Here we go. Sources for this podcast came from Phantasmagoria, the book by Terry Breverton, which I obsess over. Every time I open it up, I found something new to talk about, which is awesome. Um, Tried and true Wikipedia, people.howstuffworks.com, formulaboats.com. Oh, yeah, I went there. I went to some boating websites, things I thought I would never do in my life. For a thousand, please. Um, boat, boaterexam.com. Mm-hmm. Told you. MaritimeMuseum.co.nz, a nice New Zealand website, which had tons of stuff. Um, discoverboating.com, um, the-triton.com, and caribbean-pirates.com. Oh, yeah. Guys, I had fun with this one. Um, it's a little bit all over the place because, like I said, my head is not with me today. So if I say the same things twice, I'll probably stop and edit and do it all over again. Anyway, um, so there's lots of good luck and bad luck when it comes to sailing, being on the high seas, ocean, that sort of thing. So first I'm going to talk about the good luck because we always want the good before the bad, right? Mm-hmm. So sailors and pirates were very superstitious and they would throw salt over their left shoulder. Throwing salt over your shoulder was a way of keeping the devil at bay. The early sailors believed that if a sailor died from violence or being lost at sea, he was said to go to Davy Jones' locker. Um, Side note, friends, Davy Jones' locker will be the next podcast. So next week or tomorrow or whenever I decide to record will be David Jones Locker. Yum, my coffee's delicious. All right. Sailors weren't the only ones that were superstitious. People on the land would say if you watch a ship out of sight, you will never see it again. Hmm. I don't know if that's written correctly. I don't know. Like I said, my head is all over the place. Um, If someone was sick and they would mix salt with their spit and apply the plaster to the ear of a sick person, um, the bad luck would leave them. Hmm. So that's why they use the salt and the spit. I don't know. I don't know if this is making sense. My notes are everywhere. (laughs) Anyway, moving on. 17th century sailors who would knock on the wood hole of their ships to listen for worms or rot. Um, If they didn't, if they heard a solid sound, that would mean the ship's hull was in ship shape. That's where that came from. When in a conversation, a reference is made to good luck, they would sometimes say touch wood and touch some part of the wooden vessel. 
perhaps that's where knock on wood came from or touch wood in other places. It's pretty cool. Um, just a side note, some of my notes, I wrote sailors and some I wrote seamen. Because I'm a 12 year old girl inside, I am going to use the word sailors and not, yep, seamen. All right, got that out of the way. All right, so some more good luck. A figurehead in the form of a naked woman perched on the bow calms the sea and her eyes open will guide it to safety. A naked woman on the board was thought to be good luck. Hmm. Guess the sailors were hoping that they would get lucky with a woman that looked like this. Hmm. All right, swallows seen at sea are a good sign, as well as dolphins swimming with the ship. Tattoos and piercings are said to ward off the evil spirits. Um, and that was why many sailors would wear gold hoop earrings for good luck. It's good luck <clears throat> to spit in the ocean before you sail. Coins thrown into the sea as a boat leaves port is said to be a small to Neptune, who is, yes, that's right, the sea god. And he would bring them a safe voyage if they paid him a little bit of gold. Uh, uh, all right. Horseshoes on a ship's mast will turn away a storm. Oh, excuse me. Cats. Cats, cats, cats. So, guys, I love cats. I love black cats. I especially love ginger cats. So when I saw this, I had to investigate more. So, um, in many cultures, a black cat is considered unlucky, but British and Irish soldier, soldiers considered adopting a black cat to be the ship's cat, and it would bring them good luck. There's some logic to this belief. Cats eat or at least kill rodents, which can damage ropes and food that's on board. They're very intelligent and they care for the people around them. They have been protecting their owners since Egyptian times and that kind of thing. And apparently cats were also found aboard old ships of Vikings and German pirates and whatnot. Some sailors even believed that um, cats had miraculous, pow miraculous powers and that could save the ships from any sort of dangerous weather or waters. Oh, I love this belief. Um, others believe that if a cat licked its fur against the grain, it meant a hailstorm was, hail was coming and if it sneezed, it meant rain. And if it was very frisky, it meant giant winds. Hmm. Guys, I love cats. I'm just telling you, they're adorable. Right. Um, also, good luck. A child said a child that was born on the ship was good luck. And this is where the term son of a gun comes from. Here. All right, you guys, I'm trying to battle the sound of a jackhammer. So close my window and let's hope we can keep 
let's move in. Let's hope. All right. Uh, uh, uh. All right. Last good luck charm for sailors. Pouring wine on the deck will bring good luck for a very long voyage. So those are some good luck charms. A lot of those sound like things that we still use today, just not on ships. How about pouring wine down my throat for a long, great voyage? Sounds like a great idea right now. Hmm. All right. I just zoned out for a second there. All right, let's talk about the bad luck for sailors. Renaming a boat is bad luck. Um, it is bad luck to change the name of a boat. If you do, you must have a denaming ceremony and officially christen the boat again. So as much as the sailors thought tattoos and piercings were good luck, they also said some tattoos were bad luck. When tattooing became popular at sea, a rooster and a pig were often tattooed on sailors' feet. It is believed that these animals would prevent sailors from drowning by showing them the way to the shore. Hmm. Blood. It is unlucky to set off at the start of the fishing season without having first shed some blood in a fight or in an accident. Fishing nets. When setting fishing nets, it's good luck to use an odd number and bad luck to use an even number. Hmm. Hat overboard. Using a hat overboard was a bad that the trip would be a very long one. Eggshells. Eggshells had to be broken into tiny pieces once an egg was cracked open. This was meant to stop witches coming to the ship to sail in the pieces of the shell. Personal grooming. Uh-oh. Anyone who trimmed their nails, cut their hair, or shaved their beards on the ship brought bad luck to the ship. Let's talk about feet. Flat-footed people were, ooh, were seen as unlucky on board a ship and were also avoided by sailors before they boarded. Oh, man. I guess I'll never be a sailor. I have flat feet. Damn. Dreams crushed. Hmm. Also, I'll probably never be a sailor because of this bad omen about women. Women were bad luck on board because they distracted the crew, which would anger the sea, causing treacherous conditions as revenge. However, conveniently for the male crew, naked women calmed the sea, and that's why there are so many naked figureheads on the ships. This is one of the oldest and most well-known superstitions about women. Hmm. Women were said to distract the sailors from their duties by arousing their passions or causing jealousy among crew members. When the crew was distracted, this would anger the ocean and cause bad weather or other revenge from the sea gods. Luckily, this nautical superstition has been put to rest. And now women serve in the Navy and on fishing vessels without any concern of bad luck. Early sailors also attributed strange sounds that they heard to um, sirens. Who are the myth mythical creatures that were half woman, half bird? Sirens were fabled to lure sailors to their deaths. Mm -mm -mm. Um, mermaids also were kind of in this same realm. 
ironically enough, bare breasts on the ship's um, decor were totally fine. Just not real bare breasts. Non-sailing days. This was a good one, too. Um, Non-sailing days. It was bad luck to sail on Thursdays. God of storms was or Th Thor's day. Or Fridays, the day Jesus was executed. The first Monday in April, the day Cain killed Abel. The second Monday in August, the day Sodom and Gomorrah was destroyed. And December 31st, the day on which Judas hanged himself. Hmm, isn't that interesting? Um, watching your mouth. Some words and sayings brought about bad luck on board, including drowned, goodbye, and good luck. Things to do with the land were believed to be bad luck if mentioned, such as church, pigs, foxes, cats, and rabbits. Hmm. Uh, there's no whistling on board because of the superstition that you could whistle up a storm. Hmm. It was bad luck for seafaring men's wives to call out to them or wave goodbye once they stepped out the door for the voyage. Hmm. Stirring tea. So if you stirred your tea with a knife or a fork, you would invite bad luck. Turning a loaf of bread upside down once it had been cut brings bad luck too. Uh, uh, redheads. Redheads are apparently really bad luck. <laughs> um, so all you redheads out there. Be wary of sailors. Um, <clears throat> redheads were believed to bring bad luck to a ship. If you met one before boarding, the only way to mitigate the bad luck was to speak to them before they could speak to you. Huh. I'm not sure what, what else is so bad about redheads. I love redheads. I was born a redhead. Hmm. Uh, 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 we talked about salt for good luck. Now let's talk about salt for bad luck. It was bad luck for one crewman to pass the salt pot to another directly. So you'd have to put it down first and then say, okay, you can get it. Or then you could pass it after you put it down. Lastly, I'm going to talk about bananas. Bananas, bananas, bananas. Um, I learned some great stuff about bananas on board ships. So, no bananas on board. Think about it. And then I'll tell you about it. All right, bananas. One very unusual superstition that still exists today is that bananas bring bad luck aboard a ship, especially a fishing ship. This belief allegedly began during the 1700s when many trading ships disappeared while sailing between the Caribbean and Spain. Some mariners blamed the bananas they were transporting, and that's why they got lost at sea. Fishermen also believed that traveling with bananas on board meant they would not catch any fish. This belief may have stemmed from the fact that ships transporting bananas had to sail as quickly as possible, or the bananas would spoil before reaching their final destination. Because ships were sailing so quickly, fishermen attempting to fish by trolling rarely caught anything. That makes sense. Sailors may also have feared bananas for several other reasons. Bananas release ethylene gas. I think I said that right. 
which causes other fruits like melons and apples to ripen more quickly when they're stored together. <gasps> That's a really fun fact that I didn't know. Maybe I shouldn't put my apples and bananas together. Whoa. I just blew my own mind. Hmm. Before the science behind this phenomenon was understood, Sailors transporting fruit believe the bananas cause bad luck, and that's what caused the other fruits to go bad. Oh, it all makes sense. Crates of bananas may also have harbored dangerous pests like poisonous spiders and snakes that would bite sailors and cause them to die suddenly. Lastly, when heavy cargo ships sunk, legend has it that the that only the yellow curved fruits would be found floating on the surface of the water. The sailors believe that the bananas are what 100% cause the ships to sink. Hmm. Hey, I just learned a lot of fun facts about bananas. <coughs> Excuse me. All right, last myth about um, sailing or sailors or seamen or mariners or seafarers, whatever you want to call them is red sunrise. Sailors are taught that if the sunrise is red, take warning. The day ahead will be dangerous. Red sky at night, sailors delight. Red sky in morning, sailors take warning. The, say the saying has actually some scientific validity, although it assumes storm systems will approach from the west and is therefore generally correct only at mid-latitudes where Due to the rotation of the earth, prevailing winds travel west to east. If the morning skies are red, it is because clear skies over the horizon to the east permit the sun to light up the clouds. Hmm. Sunlight must have a clear path from the west, so therefore prevailing westerly, westerly winds bring clear skies. Oh, look at all these fun things we learned today. Um... Yeah, that's about all I have for today. Like I said, this is going to be short and sweet. Like I have a lot of editing out of jackhammers to do. So if I miss a spot, sorry. I don't know what they're doing outside my office. But they've been doing it for two weeks now. I guess everyone needs a quarantine project, even the city. Oh, I wanted to share some happy things in the midst of our crazy world um i watched this what i thought was a live feed everyone's telling me it's probably a hoax but let me have my dream i watched this live feed of a ufo over singapore and that was amazing to me the astronauts finally got to take off and i'm very envious that they're not on our planet right now. Also, a very happy thing happened. I am going back to work in two weeks from yesterday. No, two weeks from Monday. I went to work to my um, teaching job. We are a year-round school, so it's giving me some glimmer of hope that we are getting there, perhaps. 
restaurants and coffee shops and such are starting to open, of course, with new regulations about social distancing. I am not 100% sure I'm ready to go sit in a restaurant with people eating and saliva flowing and that kind of thing. But we have been supporting our local eateries and getting takeout and delivery. Because the jackhammer started, I guess that's my sign to sign off. I'll talk to you guys soon. Please don't jackhammer outside of your friend's office. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.